Hello, this is Ben Thompson, doctor of audiology and tinnitus specialist. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This audio is a recording from my YouTube channel, Ben Thompson AUD. I hope you find the information you need and I hope you enjoy the episode. Hi, this is Dr. Ben Thompson. Thank you for watching this video, the October 2021 update in the tinnitus community. I'm an audiologist and I'm here to tell you what I've seen as the most important updates for those who are interested in tinnitus research, technology treatments, and what I've seen in telehealth sessions with patients. First, let's start off with where I've been following closely the field of bimodal stimulation for tinnitus. There's an update recently that Susan Shore's research group out of University of Michigan has been working on commercializing their research, which Dr. Susan Shore has been putting together for over a decade now, about a tinnitus treatment device called Oracle. And that's in development. They're raising funds and trying to get that commercialized project up. That's a sneak preview of some more in-depth videos that I'll be releasing here on my YouTube channel. Excited about that device. They have a small earplug that goes in the ear. Then they have a stimulation piece that is a small electrode. One is put on the cheek and one is put on the neck. And that's the Susan Shore device, which will be called the Oracle, I believe. The other development is the Lanier device, which will be out of the company called Neuromod. And they're in Ireland and they're planning a United States release in 2022. The exact time is not known, but we can expect that as well. Also, there's uh, developments and internally I've been helping test and uh, running some experiments with the Neosensory Duo, the Neosensory wristband. All of those devices are aimed at providing bimodal stimulation And from my pulse on it right now, the Susan Shore device out of University of Michigan, I would rate that research quality good. And the Lanier device out of Neuromod, I would rate that research quality as okay. For the Neosensory device, for the bimodal stimulation for Neosensory, I would rate that still as experimental, too early to say. Now, that's my take on it. And I'm going to be giving you guys updates more and more as I find out information. That said, many patients with tinnitus are still able to get better without any of those devices. Those who have struggled to get better through traditional treatments like tendency training therapy, psychological interventions, habituation, etc. Uh, may be really interested in those devices and you may be a good candidate for those. So I'm happy to give that update. Now, what else have I seen? What else has been important? Well, I recently interviewed an ENT doctor, an ENT physician out of Germany, and that podcast will be released soon on my YouTube channel. One of the fascinating things about that podcast was helping break down the different potential causes of tinnitus. Number one, uh, what caused your tinnitus, right? This researcher out of Germany found that 80% of tinnitus cases break down into three possible causes. Number one would be cochlear, damage to the cells of the cochlea, the hearing organ. Number two would be somatosensory or somatic, and that's referring to the neck, the jaw, TMJ, possible dental procedures resulting in tinnitus, oftentimes unilateral, just hearing in one ear that came on suddenly. And the third major type can be simplified and called stress-induced, where the whole nervous system and the stress in life can trigger tinnitus as an effect of the nervous system. Oftentimes, I'm helping people with managing tinnitus, tinnitus retraining. That is independent of how tinnitus started. 
but I've become more and more adept in researching more and more into, okay, why did tinnitus begin in the first place? And what is my role as a tinnitus specialist, as a telehealth audiologist, to make sure you, the patient, gets the right kind of tests and workup and diagnostic tests completed to make sure we're not missing something where we could see gains in actually getting to the root cause of tinnitus. I've been incorporating this more and more in my telehealth sessions, and it builds my confidence as well as, of course, giving the patient, giving the client the best possible chance at getting to the root cause of the tinnitus. So if it is a somatosensory tinnitus, for example, with something related to a dental procedure, TMJ, jaw pain, uh, asymmetry in the upper neck region where the right and left side are not uh, even, if anything like that is happening, then there are tests we can complete where we're involving other medical professionals, sometimes a dental professional, other times an osteopathic physician, an osteopath, or other professionals. Then we can get more clear on why exactly did your tendon start and which management programs or treatment policies and uh, protocols will be best for you. That's really exciting. Uh, another major update here I wanted to share is that the world of online hearing screenings or online hearing tests has gotten better and better. I recently have been putting more and more work and research into understanding online hearing tests, and why would I do that? Well, there's many new devices, new technologies available for online hearing loss treatment, online hearing aids, and some of them don't require a hearing test. Bose, for example, has their hearing aid online, which is not perfect for tinnitus, but it might give some number of patients some relief from the amplification function of the hearing aid. They're FDA approved for that uh, for, for that element, and they don't require an in-person audiogram hearing test. Now, I don't love that, but I understand that there's so many people in need and that getting a hearing test uh, may not be necessary for every single patient. So one thing that I take really seriously is reviewing this hearing test information, whether that's an in-person hearing test or an online hearing screening, and helping you decide uh, what is the best route, what is the best plan, is there any medical red flags for tinnitus or hearing loss that should be evaluated further with a comprehensive exam? Or is this something that uh, an online hearing aid solution would be logical and make sense for you? Those are some things I've been thinking about. Now, if you're still with me, thanks for watching. It means a lot. I'm making this YouTube video because it's the first Sunday of the month. October is a special month where I grew up. This is the month where the leaves change colors and they go from that late summer nice green into those orange reds browns and the changes of the leaves autumn now for most of us depending on where you live this means the temperature is getting a little cooler and you might get signs of remembering oh wow winter is coming well i know last winter was tough and if you had tinnitus the winter time is tough because you're not able to go outside depending on where you live if you live in a colder place then you'll have to modify your behaviors a bit I always encourage my patients and really my community to get outside and be active, but in the cold winter months, that can be a challenge. So getting a gym membership is usually a great way to do that. Exercise classes, signing up for a swimming pool, things like that are great. But Dr. Ben, it's COVID, it's COVID season. Don't you remember last year? I do remember last year, that was really tough. And that's why I'm bringing this up right now because I don't know exactly how this will all shake out with COVID and COVID season 2021 into 2022, it seems like there will be less restrictions and that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, but 
it, it's not clear at this time. It's just entering October. Last year, entering October, things weren't bad yet. So the reason I'm bringing that up is it's time to develop healthy habits so that even if you are living in a cold, snowy place for the winter, that you can't get outside to exercise much, that you have a routine, that you have an outlet for how to stay healthy in the mind and in the body during this winter and beyond. That will help you, that will help your health, your mental health, your physical health, and indirectly keep your tinnitus in check, keep your tinnitus manageable. Tinnitus is, for a vast majority of people, a very manageable condition. I wanted to bring up one thing, which is that the COVID vaccination, we've seen some signs that it can be linked to some changes in tinnitus. Now, I want to be very clear. I am pro-vaccination. If you have tinnitus and you are wondering, should I get the vaccine or not? Overall, what I've seen having these conversations with patients is that the American Tinnitus Association has looked into this with scientific data and studies and they found that overall, those who reported tinnitus as a side effect of the vaccine or changes to tinnitus as a side effect of the vaccine is still rare. Out of the millions of people who have been vaccinated, it's still listed as a rare side effect. So that helps us understand that, okay, even though you may have seen some information online about vaccines and that might have you a little weary, that personally, I'm recommending that patients do consider the vaccination because I believe for most people, a vast majority of people, the pros of being vaccinated in 2021 and beyond outweigh the risks of that vaccination creating changes to your tinnitus. Now, I know this is a sensitive subject, and I'm trying to be more uh, aware of how my language is important. The last thing I want to do is to scare you away from getting the vaccine or to put fear in your mind that this will make your tinnitus worse because from my conversations with many people before and after getting the vaccine, whether it's the first or the second or the booster, that it's still a rare side effect to have tinnitus change from the vaccine. Now, the good thing is this is a personal decision. It's completely your choice, but overall consider your options and realize that getting COVID has some chances of uh, damaging the tinnitus hearing system. So there has been studies into that. And yeah, to some degree, getting COVID itself can have negative changes to tinnitus or hearing. So you have to be confident with your decision. And if you, if you need help with that, there are resources. There is scientific information to look at to help you gain the confidence. We want to make sure that we take fear out of this equation so you can move forward well. Now, if you're still watching this, that makes me happy because I know you are a devoted uh, member of this community and you care what I have to say. And that makes me reflect and it makes me you know, very, very thankful. It makes me thankful that I have this space where I can share some important tidbits of knowledge and we can have some conversation here online to ultimately create a better future for those with tinnitus and to provide resources that are helpful. So if you're still watching this, tell me where you live, what state you live in, and why you're watching this. And I will personally comment and reply because it does mean a lot to me that you watch these videos. And if you're watching this until the end, I say thank you. This has been the October update for my community here on my YouTube channel. And there's some exciting news that uh, my business will be changing and 
I believe, improving to offer much more comprehensive services in the audiology telehealth profession. There's going to be some rebranding. This is These are things that I've worked very hard on. And after talking to you guys in focus groups about tinnitus, about online hearing aids, planning to provide telehealth services that will give you a one-stop shop for all of this. I've put my heart into this project and I'm really excited to share this. Once the new uh, web development is completed, you will definitely hear about it here on the YouTube channel. Give this video a thumbs up. And as I said earlier, I will be watching for who comments on uh, where you live and why you are a member of this community and why you watch these videos. I will personally reply to you. So feel free to ask me any questions and I'll be down there in the comments. Thanks guys. Enjoy your October and I'll see you next month for next month's newsletter. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. It's my mission to share high quality information about tinnitus and hearing conditions. It would mean the world to me if you could take just 60 seconds to go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you are listening to this podcast and leave a quick review explaining what you learned on this podcast. Thank you so much for considering that and I'll make sure to see you on the next episode.